Hi, I'm Gabby, the Happy Holiday Girl. Who says you have to wait until certain times of the year to get to celebrate? When every day's a holiday, we can combat stress and have more opportunities to have fun with our friends and family. Come celebrate with me, and together we can live a holiday life. Hey guys, before the episode begins, I just want to explain that I am still going through a loss of electricity in my home. But don't be discouraged, don't be dismayed. They've let the citizens know that hopefully everything should be restored by Tuesday. So stick with me a couple more days and we'll continue to enjoy the holidays together. Thanks guys. Here's the episode. Buenos dias and welcome to the Happy Holiday Life. I'm your host, Gabby, and today it's National Family Literacy Day. Reading can be an excellent way to build bonds with our families and loved ones. When our children curl up in our laps and hear us read, or we get the chance to read to them, the moment transcends the words that are in the book and becomes more about the time that we spend together. But as essential of a skill that reading is, it doesn't always come easily for everyone. In honor of National Reading Month, and in particular, National Family Literacy Day, I want to take the time to speak honestly about reading and to encourage families out there who may have a son or daughter that is struggling with reading. First, for a brief history on National Family Literacy Day. According to congress.gov, the first occurrence of National Family Literacy Day took place on November 1st, 1994, and has been celebrated every year since then. The purpose of today is to help break the cycle of millions of Americans who are trapped in a cycle of poverty, dependency, and undereducation through learning how to read. Most of us would agree that reading is power, but how do you help a struggling reader gain his or her power if they're experiencing a reading impairment. I'll be honest here, I'm a homeschooling mother of three very unique children, each with his or her own unique sets of talents and abilities, and it's absolutely wonderful. However, when you're a homeschooling parent, the responsibility to educate your child lies on no one but you, and we all have to make sure that our children have a strong foundation with their education. The only thing is, for homeschooling parents, both the original homeschoolers and the ones thrust into homeschooling due to corona, there's no one to blame for a lack of education but ourselves, when we're the principal, teacher, and lunch lady all wrapped into one. Now, teaching my kids how to read hasn't been the easiest assignment of my life so far. First, you have to teach your child their letters, then those letter sounds, and lastly, how to make the sounds form words, all from scratch. There's no information in there until you put it there. And honestly, it can feel like a monumental task. It can be frustrating for the parent, difficult for the learner, and can leave everyone feeling deflated by the end of a lesson, when you first begin. And it's pretty personal for me, so I wanna make sure I encourage all the listeners out there who may be struggling with a child in his or her reading. The good news is you gotta hold on to this. The information that you're putting in that little head, it is there. It may just take a little while coming out. And when it does emerge, it's like a random flash of lightning, boom. It just suddenly appears and makes everything you were striving for worthwhile. But at the same time, that lightning streak, it's its fleeting, guys. It doesn't last very long. So while one reading skill set can be quickly acquired, it may take a little bit longer learning others, and that's okay. And for me, while reading is extremely important, I try to remember that it's not the final indicator of my child's success in life. There are so many success markers, like having a happy family, being self-sufficient, being a kind person, working hard at one's job or career, successes that not everyone has. Some people are extremely intelligent, but aren't very kind, while other people work really hard at their jobs and their careers, but might not have the most success in their family life. I do agree and believe that reading is a vehicle that can help us attain knowledge independently, which is why we work so hard at learning to read. Once you have that skill, 
no one can keep knowledge away from you, which is true power. But knowing that reading does not have to be acquired by a certain age can bring peace to the stressed out parent, like myself, honestly. I do say everything I did about success because when a parent sees their child struggling to read, sometimes you can feel like you're doing something wrong or other worries start to come into your mind and it's like this explosion of stress. But it's important to know that there are plenty of well-known people who have went on to do great things despite their struggles to read. And there are so many different ways children can get their information without having to read it all by themselves. Yes, you might have to be a bit more patient and focus on other skill sets while reading isn't completely accomplished yet, but just continue to plant the seeds with practice every day and the skill set will come. There are quite a few well-known people who have led very successful lives despite having a learning difficulty. And I wanna list a few of them now. According to an article I found on journal.imsc.com, there are quite a few prominent people in society that we recognize as being well-accomplished who struggled with reading. The article lists 12 people, but I'll limit it to three. The article says six-time Emmy award-winning journalist Anderson Cooper is the face of news to millions across the world, but it's an accomplishment he never thought he'd achieve as a boy struggling to read. It wasn't until his parents enrolled him into a specialized reading program that his reading began to improve. Ironically, because he's a journalist, he would think that reading would come easily to him. But he says in the article, in order to keep up with his older brother, who was an avid reader, Cooper would usually just pretend to read the words while having a difficult time understanding the letters or what the words actually meant. And as far as creative thinkers go, the world-renowned artist Pablo Picasso also had difficulties with reading. It says, though a school applied the term reading blind to Picasso as a young student, a term meant to help explain his difficulties in reading. It was Picasso's different viewpoint that gave him the unique perspective he needed to create some of the most famous works of art in the world. Had he seen the world like everyone else did, he would have never succeeded as an artist. His work would have looked just like everyone else's did. And lastly, I have the brainiest one of all, what society likes to call the ultimate genius, Albert Einstein. Though, as a child and teenager, Einstein showed signs of brilliance and creativity in his interest in geometry, he also showed signs of weakness in speech and verbal development, as well as several school subjects. Nothing would become of the boy, his teachers believed. But what's wonderful about his story is that we all know that it just simply wasn't true. No matter where you start off in your learning career, you can always get better. That's why it's called learning. So, on this National Family Literacy Day, remember, that reading is a skill that has to be practiced daily. And instead of focusing on the outcome of each daily practice session, focus on getting to hear your child's voice as they're reading, because honestly, they're not gonna sound little forever. Choose to take some of the pressure out of reading and learning and try to have faith that it will all work out if you keep planting the good seeds. I know it can be hard, but with a bit of patience, your child's experience and your own experience will be much better. And as Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. And now it's time for our activity of the day. Make sure to take some time reading together today while eating popcorn. My kids love to gather in the bed and eat popcorn with me while I read them stories. And when you're reading, try to read something that's just silly so you and your kids can laugh. Why so serious, as my husband tells me often. You can also get your pet in on the reading, have Fluffy cuddle nearby, and everyone get to reading together. You can even take a picture. Treasure the memory. They're not little forever. Well, what do you think? Head on over to happyholidaylife.com to leave me a voice message of how you celebrated today. You might hear yourself on a future episode. 
When you're there, you'll also have the opportunity to join Club Holiday. There you can sign up to receive a free monthly calendar full of fun activities for every day. If you like my podcast, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast from. You can follow me on social media by using at a holiday life on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and at the happy holiday life on Instagram. Keep celebrating the holidays, stay safe, and live a holiday life. I'll talk to you tomorrow.